Fa-la-la. Easy there, tiger. Good transition into what we're drinking. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're excited this week. Can you it's tell? It's going to be a great week. It's an Aloha Friday. Yeah, and it's downpouring, which is my fave. It's great. Bridget's smarter than I am. She ran into the house with a hood on. And, and I covered my computer. <laughs> uh, I did not do any of those I things. I know, I know. This is why men are cheap health insurance at the start of their lives. They're like, I don't know. I'm Who fine. Cares? And then they're very expensive. And then they die. Wow, that's Women, weird. Women, <laughs> on the other hand, are expensive up front because they take care of their things. Yeah. And then they, you know, live longer. Don't die. <laughs> live long. And prosper. <laughs> Didn't plan that, guys. Well, everybody, um, so when I said Easy Tiger... I'm so excited about this label. Okay, so this is a uh, um, okay. I was like, I can't see it, but I saw it originally. It's oh, okay. So you tell me. So this is one of these wines where I'm just like, I. Hmm. It makes I, sense. I, Wait, my, before I read, okay, go on. Sorry, go. On. My comment on this one is, I need Bridget to try it. Yeah, I know because honestly, I don't think it's going to be very good. So our friend Andy sells it. I think. Oh well, I love Andy, and I love this label. Honestly, I want to Google the artist because it looks like an artist that I love who's from Oregon. And this is a wine from Oregon. So stand by while I Google if she made this label. Red Table Wine from Oregon. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'll taste it so we can talk about it while I'm Googling. Or maybe it's from Tom. It's from Tom or Andy. I can't remember. Um, I had so many thoughts. Um, <laughs> So my first thought was, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, it's not like my style wine. It's 95% Cabernet. I know, but it doesn't taste like that. Yeah. So that's why they call it table wine. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So I was How like, how much is this bottle? Like 18 retail. Ugh. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> mm, cool label, but like yeah. it's a Cabernet based wine in a Pinot Noir bottle, not yeah. a Cabernet bottle. Uh, technically Burgundy bottle is what you would call a Pinot Noir bottle and a Bordeaux bottle is what you call Cabernet. Anyway. So I was like. I mean, it says red wine thing, and it's in this Pinot Noir bottle, which you would think is like a juicy jammy thing, but it's not really juicy jammy. I think it's a little jammy. It's a not, but it's in not the like way over. I like it. Yeah, so it's like not necessarily like over the top juicy jammy, and not like super bone dry. So it's not a yeah. Cabernet, and it's not a red blend. No, it's none of those and it's things. It kind it, of expensive. It tastes like juice, but not in like the good way of yeah. wine. It just like yeah, kind of just. Juice and then it has a weird aftertaste. Yes. Is my issue okay? But like it's totally drinkable. But oh, yeah, I, but not for twenty bucks. It's a red table wine that's of fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm. I can't even find like I'm struggling to find information. So on this I'm, wine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just because I really want to know wine search. So this is the second time I've tried it, and both times yeah. I was like, eh. I feel a little stuck. Also, it's easy YTGR. Oh, this is from Tom. I wish it was. Um, so it's organic. And nah. my, my biggest issue is the aftertaste. That's my biggest issue. And now that I'm continuing to drink it, it that's my problem. I don't know what else to say. And it's price point. It's just like, so I want this wine to be good. I do too. And it's not. <laughs> and this is the third time I've had it, and each time I've said exactly what you said. Okay, good. Oh, good. Look but at it. I'm I still don't learning. Trust myself to not be. I agree. Nick Dickhead. I agree about with that. This. This is how I feel. But also, 
I'm not sure I'm going to buy that wine without tasting it even for $20. Like if it was 12 bucks, I would yeah. buy it and try it because I like the label. These things are you know? But I'm still searching for who designed this label. I can't even find a website, if I'm being honest, for this company. Because is it Easy Tiger? Per- I'll send you a thing. I, well, I'm, you guys, I am not an idiot, but I cannot find Easy YTGR Wines. Where you go? I'm doing, I'm doing house stuff tonight. It's really too bad because yeah, this is beautiful. Wow. Okay, I'm just gonna do this. And Lisa Congdon. I should take my coat off. I can hear it on the microphone. Oh, but here. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. Did you miss him? Yeah. I, just, I got a different bottle. I want to keep trying it to like make it better. It's not, yeah. <laughs> it, so I, I want this wine to be good because of all of the things about it. Yeah. And it's just not. Can I tell you while you're opening this wine, something that's completely unrelated to anything, but I pulled up my phone to try and find more info about this wine. And do you see what's pulled called up? Ovum wines. Ovum. <laughs> I asked Elliot what he wanted to wear to his Christmas program today, and he said red pants and a red shirt and a red coat and a green bow tie and a Santa hat. (laughs) So I'm, like, looking for kids' red suits, and it's this, like, oppressively red suit that I found. This is a female-owned company. Oh, sure is. That's the thing. Okay, I did get to this website. This website doesn't match the excitement of the label, of that label. I think it's very Oregon. Oh, yeah. Big Salt is their other wine, and that one's really good. Oh, it is? <clears throat> I mean, they have a number of wines, um, but this Big Salt is like a white blend thing that's really, really good. Um, hmm. Also a little too expensive. Okay, so Nick, this is the artist from Oregon that I thought maybe designed the label. Yeah. Like, it's just a the same type of feel, and I love her as an artist. So that would have made me buy the wine, to be honest, but she didn't design the label. Wow. <sighs> What, what do you, did it break? Yep. That's okay. We'll strain it out. Want me to go get a, a paper towel? <laughs> you guys, this is a great start uh, and kind of a great way to talk about how our weeks are going. <laughs> uh, do you need a brief pause, man? Dancing mug. What is that? Oh my god, I thought you just dropped the bottle. <laughs> oh, I love this. I was clearly targeted because I talked about this last night with these this like girl thing I was at. I did it! <gasps> Nick has done it, everybody! <laughs> Look, I did it. Holy cow, you really did. Look, I did it! I believed you. Oh, <laughs> uh, you'll Here. like this. I think I've ha- I, I think Very I've good. had this. No? I thought I had it with you in an experience like this. Obviously, I've never purchased this. <laughs> because uh, All right, everybody, yeah. we shifted. Okay, uh, because I remember you showing me this label, and I was like, oh, I don't like this label. <laughs> okay, so this is... Um, I can smell it, though. Nickel and Nickel, which is not my favorite style or producer of Napa Valley wine, but a lot of people really like it. They do all single vineyard Cabernet. Very prestigious. It's from Oakville. I had to buy some for some reason once. And I didn't sell all of it. And I took a couple bottles home. And I have one more. So this is a 2013 Nickel and Nickel John C. Sollinger Vineyard, Napa Valley, Oakville. 
Whoa. Okay, so tell Aloha me. Aloha Friday. Aloha Friday. Oh, um, but it looks super bougie. The lab- like a oh yeah, this classic- is a- I don't know. Very expensive, yeah, very well, classic <laughs> bottle of Napa Valley wine aged. So 2013 was a really good vintage. Um, how much do people you think care about this? Um, one and a half minutes worth. Okay. So <laughs> I think what's interesting about this, there's two things that are interesting. There's two things that are a particular interest of this wine. First of all, it's an expensive Napa Valley cap. So just so there base it there. If you like, yep. <laughs> Um, so nickel and nickel is a very old place and they were some of the first people to focus on vineyard instead of just, it's a Napa Valley thing. So they were some of the first people to say, these are the four vineyards we own. We make wine from here. Sometimes it's bought fruit, sometimes, you know, long-term contracts. And then sometimes we own the vineyard. And so this is what this one looks like instead of saying it's from Oakville, but they looked at, it's an actual vineyard, which is a French winemaking approach. And people got really into that. Um, and they took a specific approach to winemaking that people like. Second, this is a 2013 vintage which 10 years later is basically in its prime mm. 20. So 20, 2009 was like marginal people. Some people really liked it. 2008 was great. 2010 was like fine. 2011 was a horrific vintage. And then 2012 was like this textbook, beautiful hot vintage with some water and produced ripe fruit. And people lost their GD minds <laughs> over how and made these opulent wines that have, everybody said was, you know, the vintage of the century, the best wines ever. Mm. But winemakers were just like, we're going to let all the sugars run free. And it created these wines that were incredible on release, but like fell apart in five to six years. Oh. And 2013 was a very similar thing. And everybody got over the like, oh, let's actually dial this back a little bit. Let's restrain the wine a little bit. Let's let it. Okay. So one of the first smart Nick calls in the wine world he ever made <laughs> that gets Nick street cred was Nick went. You, Nick. Yep, me. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I basically told everyone, I'm like, hey, these 12s are great, but drink them in five years. Mm. and everybody said, like, no, it's vintage. I'm like, the 11s from the right producers will hold on for 20 years, and the 13s will be a 10 <laughs> to 15-year line. And you were right. And I was right. So uh, 13s a great so vintage. Now, if you have any 13s, drink them now. Drink them now. So they'll just get worse after this, mm. you think? Yeah, this is in a great place. So this has got, like, a two- three-year window now. Okay. And then it'll take a dip for probably a year to three and then you'll have a five-year window, and then it's done. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, as I didn't wine, know that. so the thing that wine does as it ages is it's the oxygen interplay and um, suspensions and solid. So like gravity acts on the wine, basically. Okay. Hmm. So when you make wine and it ages in barrels and stuff, it picks up. You know, you press the grape juice, so it picks up all these solids from the grape things, and it gets suspended in the liquid. Eventually, they fall out. So that's like the sediment at the bottom. Yep. Um, as part of it acidic structures fall apart um, that falls to the bottom and then the oxygen changes flavors and stuff and causes chemical reactions. So you have these times where it does, it's called dumb phases. So like you dumb, dumb phases. <laughs> yeah. So like the wine just tastes kind of what? muted. <laughs> so, you know, your first things you'll get is these big primary fruits and a lot of tannin from the oak. Well, that stuff needs to fall out of suspension a little bit. So if you wait five years on wines that are made to age like this, you get a bunch of crap in the bottom. So that's why like, <laughs> you have to be careful pouring. Um, but you start picking up the primary fruit fades, and then you pick up some secondary characteristics and the acidity types better. And then you'll have a window there, and then it'll like kind of go in this dumb phase again where some of that stuff falls off. And then it gets like very – like alcohol evaporates off because alcohol evaporates first. Um but then it's still. Yeah. So it's a lower alcohol, higher acidity, like softer, more beautiful wine. 
but very different than the first thing. So huh. you have all these peaks and valleys. Okay. Peaks and valleys. So one of the great privileges of my life is I've been able to taste wines over Throughout all the years. Yeah. And yeah. so you understand this and you understand where stuff is and drinking windows. And it's, it's an incredible pleasure. And this doesn't have to be something that you can only do if you're rich. Um, come to Lake Geneva country meets, talk to you. I can put you on some like 30 to $40 wines that you can buy a case of for, you know, what? 300. Yeah. $80 or something great gift um, <laughs> that you can sit on for 10 years and you will have some wine. That's like very markedly different and mature and beautiful. I need a chart then that would say there are charts. This bottle then. Yeah. Wine yeah. enthusiast has them. There you go. Um, so it's, uh, it's out there. Um, everything's a little different, but yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's actually a lot of fun. And I know we've talked about it before, but you should share one more time. Birthier bottles. Birthier bottles. Make a great gift. Yeah. So, um, talk about birthier bottles. I have to grab the ones for Elliot because those no. <laughs> are starting to be released. Um, but it's just something good to tell the people as you're looking for a great gift. So there's Napa Valley Cabernets that will last 20 years, no problem. Yeah. They're expensive, but no problem. They will last. If you want to spend a little less money, um, you can buy Riesling. And that'll hold on forever. And probably a 21-year-old will like drinking. Uh, yeah, good point, actually. Probably more than a Napa Valley. <laughs> port, you can buy vintage year port fairly, I don't want to say easily, but you can find it. And like a good wine merchant will run that's it fine. down for you. Yep. So we have birth year ports. Yeah, that's what I have. And um, it'll be good for 100 years. Wow. So like if you buy one, you can drink it on milestone birthdays. Oh. And then like if you die before you drank all of it, your kids can drink it on birthdays Wait, to remember you. even once you open it? Oh no! Once oh, you open it, you I was got like, like wait, a week or so. Oh, but, but if you buy a bunch of it, yeah, yeah. Um, and then champagne, vintage champagne will also hold on forever. What? Yeah. So if you were, <laughs> so my birth year was unfortunately not a vintage port year, so I had to buy something called late bottle vintage, and also not a vintage year in champagne. Mm. So uh, it is a bummer. But if, yes. if you were fortunate to, so like three out of four years is a vintage year in champagne where they'll actually make champagne only from that year instead of blending. And if you were <laughs> fortunate enough to be born in one of those, that's like a 30 year wine, no problem. Dang. That'd um, be sweet. So you can pop bubbles on it. Everybody else's wine sucks. Don't bother. <laughs> I mean, you can buy, there's some like Australian stuff you could buy that's a good like 21 year wine. But birth year bottles are baller. This could be the earliest product rack. <laughs> I just think it's a good, oh, whoa, whoa. I just think it's a good, like, uh, gift guide as we get into holiday season. Fa-la-la. Can you believe it? Heart Davis Heart. Go look on their auction house website. It's a auction wine auction place in Chicago. They have oh. a retail store. You can search by Vintage Year and find birth year bottles. What? Yep. Heart Davis Heart. Heart Davis Heart. I think it's even... hdhwines.com. Oh, how does one even find out about that stuff? Cray cray. Anyway, okay. I just, whoa, I'm in all caps. All right, well, we've veered off. Uh, sorry about that. That was more than a minute and a half. <clears throat> Welcome back. Sorry that Easy Tiger sucked. It was bad. I mean, it was, yeah, it wasn't great. No. It felt it, like I would have a headache. I don't think you would. No. It just, it felt juicy enough where I was like, this is, it's cheap a very, wine. Nat- yeah, like, it's a very natural wine and just like, not my jam. Uh, it, yeah, it doesn't deliver what the bottle communicates, I don't feel like. Um, do you feel like Halloween was like 10 years ago? I do. I do too. <laughs> but it was really just last weekend. Really? I had to literally look at that's, my calendar. That's how, yeah. That's how, that's how. I had to literally look at my calendar. 
Uh, but I feel hungover from Halloween still. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, feel that cork. Yeah. We're going to get into a product recommendation We're for this. Still but, like, here. the cork is, like, pretty moist still. Like, it mm. shouldn't have flaked the way I did, but I'll get into that later. But <laughs> I'll get into it. I'll just. Whoop, whoop. That didn't go as planned. It's on the ground now, everybody. <laughs> Cork down. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's November, and I feel like we're in the holiday season, but it's 70 degrees out, so it's kind of hard, except today it's 65 and raining. Um, I'm really excited you have this on the outline. Also, I redid the outlines. I don't know if you I did notice. appreciated it, like, or anxiety. didn't appreciate. Uh, I was, I'm not, I hate how the copy function in Teams works, so I started a new one and then like. Yeah, I did notice it, actually, but I don't mind. It's It's great. It's great. Everything's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Try green and purple color code stuff. I know. Nick and I can commu- That's the best way to do it, okay? I agree. We I send agree. one email with a bunch of like bullet points, and then we just reply back and forth in, I always use green, and he always uses purple. But we still feel the need to tell him, <laughs> my notes are in green below. <laughs> okay. I could say nothing, and I bet you'd figure it out. Anyway. Um, I wanted to ask about your reno. Oh, yeah. I just had I to I know there's been in. a lot of, like, Mason situations. Ugh. I just want to know what's happening with the Mason. Well, I've been watching him on my ring camera all day, if I'm being honest, because I just don't know him like I know my other contractors. Is he tuck-pointing correctly? Who the hell knows? <laughs> I have no idea. Honestly, it could all be a scam. I don't know. But, like, I feel like what he's doing needs to be done, but visually, it's hard to see. So It's like marketing. It needs to be done, yeah, but visually but no it's... One... <laughs> So, you know, I was like, I'm literally avoiding my house. I, I work from home, but like, it's very hard with all the construction. So you work I, from anywhere. Okay? I work from anywhere. So I did spend some time at the library this morning and um, I don't want to be there because I don't want to talk to these people because every time I do, it's like $200 more. So it's like, oh, uh, you know, we need this new, this thing is twisted, this like metal piece. And I was like, honestly, guys, I don't really see that. And they're like, well, if you stand here, you'll see. Because I'm like are you just trying to like get 200 extra dollars? But also it's like a very important piece to like holding my roof up. So like just take the $200 because that's nothing compared to all of the other money. <laughs> um. So anyway, what I'm finding, no surprise to anybody that knows me is most annoying is I guess I think you start a job, you come back until it's done. But most contractors like just skip a day here and there. So like Thursday, neither the Mason or my contractor were there. And I'm like, hey, everybody, what's up? I'll be back tomorrow because they're doing 100 other jobs. And so they're like, I'm going to wrap this thing up today. The drywall's drying. And I'm going to, I'm like, I just, I I don't want to operate like that. Start on Monday, finish on Friday or whatever. (laughs) But uh, that's not the way it works, apparently. So we um, have a dumpster for one more week. And so we are ripping out all that basement, what I hesitate to call carpet, (laughs) you know, whatever that like turf is in our basement. So we ripped a lot of that out last night, which was great. Um, And then tonight I'm thinking we're going to knock down the walls outside the like washer and dryer that are in our kitchen. So exciting stuff, Nick. (laughs) This wine's really good. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's in a really good place. Yeah. Well, that's my renovation. You lost some of the plumpness. (laughs) Plumpness. I'm really happy that you're going to get rid of the turf. Oh, yeah, it was so I know gross. how much it b- bothered you. And it didn't bother me. Oh, my God. It was so But gross. I don't live there. Yeah, well, it's going to be so much nicer. So it maybe And usually when I was down there, it was drinking beer with Drunk. Tyler. Exactly. Watching Elliot play Minecraft. At our weird bar. So like, it's like perfect. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's going to be still fun, but way cleaner. <laughs> and I still get drunk with Tyler. Sure. Can we I- haven't figured out the new bar situation yet because it's just like not a priority. <laughs> Uh, I think you should talk to Ron. Ron is an expert at making bars. I should have um, 
Josie's dad build us some. <gasps> <gasps> okay. Anyway, coming up with all kinds of ideas. So, yeah, thanks for asking. Product recommendation. <laughs> Josie's dad. <laughs> Period. Um, it's moving along. Here we are. How about you, Nick? <laughs> My poor, I'm sorry, what is this thing? I won't spoiler alert it. Okay, so let me read all the things. I have some notes here. Mm-hmm. The key to this week is to never sit down. Fortunately, I have a standing desk. I don't know if I've ever recommended that. Uh-huh. So I can keep standing at work. This has been a week. There's been a lot of things happening. Um, and I've had to work a lot because of some other people's failures. <laughs> I might be related to these other people that have failed. Stop. But um, <laughs> I've had to work a lot and cover some things. And it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. But the key is don't ever sit down. Yeah. Just keep working. Just keep swimming. The second you sit down, guess what happens? You pass out and fall asleep. And then you wake up and then you feel a panic attack because you're behind. Isn't that the worst in the world? Being a millennial is worth. Second, I think I may start a drop shipping side hustle. Yeah. What? So I saw you have all the spare time. I saw a TikTok. Well, this is passive income. So I, I got like, as I was like passed out sleeping, I also was, of course, watching TikToks on Instagram Reels because I'm an adult. And I'm here for passive income. The first one was uh, stupid. What's his face? Grant Cardone talking about how the CEO of Coca Cola got 50 million in a year, but. Warren Buffett investor and it got $550 million, which is true. And one of the things that's wrong with America yeah, because but, of like tax structures and all this stuff. And like the people at work should make the money, not right, the people that are like, that's oh, not the way. yep. So anyway, they c- yeah. And then, so it was like passive income, bro. Um, anyway, <laughs> the next one was this guy that's like drop shipping art because oh. you can buy, no, I'm sorry. You can't buy art. It's free. It's 500 years old. So you can drop ship posters for free on Etsy. What? Yeah. What, where do the posters come from? Printful. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're oh, literally just like free. Not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. But you have to list it and manage your Etsy shop. Yeah. So I can do That's that. Not passive. Super passive. <laughs> not passive like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you have to do a little a work little, up front. Yes, yes. So I might do that because okay. I think you all know I love art. I mean, I have always wanted an Etsy shop of like something that I can just like sell this row, this sheet of stickers. <laughs> well, and like, so you could. I and know, and I just don't. <laughs> the other thing you can do is the Mona Lisa is in public domain. So, guess what you could do? You could put a yellow smiley face on it on a t shirt and sell that. I would sell that. I would buy that. <laughs> so, I think I might do that. And then finally, I will buy it. <laughs> my last note is my poor beard. Yeah. What, what happened? So, how bad does it look? I don't think it looks bad. Okay, well, that's good. And so now I'm going to stare at it this whole time, figuring out what's wrong with it. My, I had to, uh, we have a family picture thing. So, I saw oh. a friend that I haven't seen for a while on Wednesday, <laughs> and I gave him a big hug. He's like, hey, your beard's a little out. I'm like, yeah, Brad, you're right. It's a little scraggly right now, but <laughs> I have these pictures. So, like, I try to, like, when I know I have a thing, I want the beard to look good. It looks best on the third day of growth. Oh, so, so I So, like, see. I try to, I you know, like, yes. trim it on. <laughs> so, like, I shave, like, every other day. But then you trim the beer, like, once a week because it has, like, a growth period. Yes. So, I try to, like, if there's something I know I want it to look good uh, for, like, third day of growth because, like, the neatly clipped ends don't look good. 
You want it to have a little bit of curl, a little bit of softness, but you don't want it to be like <laughs> overgrown. Anyway. Yes, Tyler, is this what you do? <laughs> the guard that regulates the length <gasps> fell off on my first swipe. No. So it went down to like almost nothing. I was going to say, it is pretty low. So then you have to figure out a way to match the rest of the beer to this mm. disaster. And it was so low in the one place, I think I managed to handle it. Yeah, I mean, it all matches. Also, my beard's kind of white, which is like, I'm going to fucking Aging. kill myself. Yes, yes. Um, but I have, I have so trigger warning, suicide. <laughs> Not for real. Just a beard. It's just okay. I, I actually. It's a tough. It's a tough It's very moment. hard for me. Yeah. And when I was like, I, I have not, not had a beard since I was 19. Mm-hmm. And it's very much a part of my identity mm-hmm. and who I am as a person. <laughs> Men are so funny about their facial hair, but I get it. And. I actually started almost like having a breakdown this morning over like, am I going to have to shave my beard and be in these family pictures and be on TV without a beard? No. So because why I, don't you just have a salt and pepper beard? Well, no, it's fine. It's fine. And like Everything's on Tuesday fine. when I have to be on TV, it'll be like definitely fine. What are you on TV on Tuesday? The Alice in Dairyland thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I like I had to like. I, there was a lot of work into it, and Sarah walked in. She's like, "What's happening?" Okay, like, it was very, very emotional. Very important question. Why do all men's beard trimmers seem to suck? Like every time this just fell off? Because they all suck. Yes, like I don't understand. So there's like, so okay, so here's the thing. So I actually read a life pro tip on Reddit. It's like women buy men's shaving products because oh. just because it's not pink doesn't mean you can't use it. Actually, well, your stuff I do costs that. twenty dollars, and ours costs. So in men's grooming products, there's the $20 trimmer, and then there's a $300 trimmer. Oh, and that's the difference. And you're oh, like, okay. I'm not spending $300 no dollars on a trimmer. I feel like Tyler, though, has purchased like $10, $20 ones because they keep like breaking. Yes. It's like, yeah. It's like water picks. There's the $50. Oh. <laughs> standing, desk, standing desk and water picks. Okay, that's the episode title, everybody. Okay, me, well, I think your down. beard is going to be great by the time family photos. Maybe um, my poor beard will be the. Have you? Yeah, that could be good. Have you coordinated your outfits? My mom's. Okay, I sent you. <laughs> I sent you the color palette, and my mom sent these pictures of people and said, "Don't wear these colors. I want it to look like this." The colors she said not to wear are literally the colors that people are wearing. <laughs> well, I think it's more the tone of those photos were very yellow. Yeah, she's not smart enough to understand. <laughs> Literally, I, someone put their Lightroom preset to yellow. Oh, don't get me started. I I'm gonna wear one of my photos, Patagonias. Like, just wear the beige gonna, quarter zip. Yeah, that's that what I'm gonna wear. Wears. Yes, because like, like, it's exactly what she described. Let me check. I'm pretty sure this family photo. Oh, look at that! This family photo. Tyler's wearing his gray quarter zip. <laughs> just saying. He's very handsome. Actually, I was really proud of how coordinated these were without being. I'm showing Nick family photos from last year. Yeah. Anyway, I hate coordinating family photo outfits with like just my family of four, more or less like 15 people or 20 people or whatever. So Godspeed. I think the solution is don't coordinate. Oh, no. Who cares? That's, that's, oh, I care. I care deeply. You're going to look at it in 10 years and cringe no matter what. So wear something you like. <sighs> I hear what you're saying. I don't make my kids wear absurd things on picture day. Because of that reason. I'm like, who cares? You're going to look back and be like, yeah, that's what my kid. You should see Lucy on picture day this year. You guys, she has like a bow in her hair, gold Mardi Gras beads, um, like a tulle dress with stars and a cardigan. Yeah. She looks absurd, but I don't care. It was that's picture day like. for Simo on Thursday. Was that yesterday? Yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. I saw and someone else post about it. She got very excited. Yeah. 
and picked out her outfit. She did. Mm-hmm. And picked out her shoes. Sarah had her outfit, but it was choice of shoes. So Mo was very oh. interested in the shoes. I saw shoes upstairs. And she was very proud. She came home. Actually, we were at the cheese bar uh, with some friends. And she walked in and said, I said cheese. She's very <laughs> proud that she said cheese instead of cried in these pictures. That's pretty good. Because we you showed frame her frame a new one. We showed all the pictures of Hey Simona. Why is Simona crying in this picture? Because I was sad. Because I was sad. Are you going to be sad in the next one? No, I'll say cheese. <laughs> I have told this story on here, and we're just going way off topic now. Um, but I asked Lucy to say cheese last year for picture day. Lucy, are you going to say cheese? She goes, Run. no. And then sure as shit, her pictures come back, and her smirk just looks like they said cheese. And she goes, fuck you. Like, that's what her picture looks Lucy like. Lucy smirks. No. Did she learn that from me? Because, like, <laughs> I have a patented picture. Nick smirk, and oh, Lucy, I'm, my God, that girl's got oh, me one-upped. I will say her school pictures this year are perfectly fine, but they're very, like, they do not capture her her attitude. It's just like, oh, you look normal. Where Elliot's, like, cheesing, and it looks like him, and they're great, but, like, yeah, He's Lucy's, a handbone. Lucy's are fine, but I'm like, this isn't Lucy's real character. Well, two, not two years ago. Last year's were definitely, like, my kids little Lucy. Lucy. Oh, yeah. Was like, the, that you, was the smirk. Yeah, you little. Exactly. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. We love our children. Okay, guys. All right. News stories. We uh, both have two. Well, yeah, because one of them is just like something I have to uh, like shout out to my fellow, mo- fellow moms about. I'll just, I'll talk about that one. That's the dry shampoo recall that's going on. Sarah's big dry shampoo person. Bro, every mom is a big dry shampoo person. So everyone I talk to. I'm a brilliant brunette person. Oh my, that's not dry shampoo. It surprises me that Sarah's a dry shampoo person actually. Yeah. Um, because she showers every day, but she doesn't wash her hair every day. Is that the thing? Yes. Oh, okay. So also, she like, does... she showers between calls a lot of the time, you know? Oh, so she'll dry shampoo, like, before a call or something? Okay. Well, I have been very troubled because all of the dry shampoos I use are on the list of, like, the things that are going to kill me. So Shannon and I were talking. Shannon's Something's like, yeah. going to kill you. Well, I know. Cancer, <laughs> a bus. I was at this girls' night thing. We were all talking about Nuclear Armageddon. It. I'm like, Dry okay. shampoo. I found one that wasn't on the list that I happen to have in my drawer, but it's like very bad. It leaves like white streaks. It doesn't oh, rub in. Oh, that is a problem. Yes. yes. So I use Dove usually or Batiste. Both of them are on the list. So I'm like, what am I going to do? So I just wanted to shout out to my fellow moms who are having the same struggle right now. Get dreads. <laughs> Dude, it's terrible. I know it's so dumb. We should be pleased that like we're not going to get cancer. Or I mean, we are. Hey, wait. This article doesn't have Batiste in it. Okay. Anyway, sorry, moms. My first quick shout out is the Lake Geneva Public Library was up for Wisconsin Public Library of the Year. Yeah. Um, the They just got done their renovation. They <laughs> like slayed COVID. They didn't even get any goat money from the city to do their renovation. The public library goat money. shindig was in Lake Geneva at the Grand Geneva Resort and Spa. Everything lined up for them to win public library of the year and stupid Viroqua got it. <laughs> um, so I just want to say, I see you, I Emily see you. and team. <laughs> BS, your library of the year every year in my book. Your library of my heart, Emily. She was talking to somebody this morning that was like a new, you know, I. Evidently there was like. Tons of librarians coming through for tours. Oh, I was okay. talking Maybe to her yesterday, and she's like, I want to be bitter about this. I'm like, you should be. No. <laughs> I was going full Emperor Palpatine. I'm like, 
Let your hatred consume you. And she's the nicest person in the world. So it's like, okay, the other thing I needed to share, which I thought was so funny. I don't usually like read things that are like, read this whole thread or like thread continues in comments. I'm like, blah. But this one was about Halloween. And the reason I really want to share it is because this person's in Milwaukee. And so this got shouted out on the Upworthy. Jeffrey Dahmer? Yes, it's me and Jeffy. (laughs) This um, person got featured on the Upworthy. Uh, I found it on their Instagram page. But this person handed out, she said, I'm handing out full-size candy bars per usual, but I'm also putting a- Is this a potato person? A potato yes. in the bowl to see what happens. And she went on and on and like, but the whole thread is hilarious, you know? And the moral of the story is these kids get the potatoes over the full-size candy bars and they're more excited about the potato. And it's like a tradition for these kids yes. now. They're like, yes, I'm back at the potato house. I had no idea. And so like the very last post was, we're out of potatoes. The last group fought over the last potato. Final count, 46 potatoes in 100 minutes with 50 minutes remaining in trick-or-treat time with 150 pieces of mini candy that they had to go through. Like, whatever. It's so funny. We'll put a link to the whole thread. I highly recommend taking four minutes and reading it. (laughs) Adulting is expensive. You have to buy candy for Halloween. Potato. Dude, I can't believe how much money people have to spend on candy. Luckily, trick-or-treaters don't come to our house. (laughs) Um. My last thing is something near and dear to your heart. Yeah, this was so funny. Uh, so I don't know if it's because my phone listens to you too much. I don't know why, but <laughs> I am in proximity. deep into uh, college volleyball highlight reels. Yeah, this was so funny. And I'm not sure if you're aware how good the Wisconsin women's volleyball team is, but they've had some big wins yeah. over Nebraska and Minnesota recently that yeah. are very highly ranked. I also think it's hilarious that all of the t- it's like UCLA and then like Big Ten team, Big Ten team, Big Ten team, Big Ten team, yep. Big Ten team, Big Ten team. Big Ten is always the best. Um, there's so many like good women's volleyball teams in the Big Ten. I don't like Doesn't, men's volleyball is incredible, but yeah. I it's a little too like okay, you're six eight, you can not jump good. high, yeah, yeah. Like congratulations. This is actually kind of why I like women's tennis more is because like you're not such an overwhelming athlete that's you take tactics out of it. Yeah. So like, I think yes, women's that's a good point. I think women's volleyball still has like interesting tactical things. And like, you have to move a little bit better. Um, Isn't there, there are one of the Wisconsin volleyball players keeps getting player of the month. Or yeah, yeah. Well, and also they have like a weird, she almost got a pro contract and then she didn't. And so, but the NCAA still like banned her, but like football players can get it. So there's like some oh. injustice with the women's volleyball team this year. Um, but they're doing great. They're super fun to watch. Whoever their social media people are, create incredible content for them. Nice. And it's just really fun. So, like, yeah, um, volleyball. And also, if you can get up to the field house for a yeah. match, like, <coughs> so fun. It's so much fun. The student section is really popping for it. Pep band's there. And it's a, like, field house is, the Cole Center's great. But, but the field house is awesome. Like, when to, um, it rocks, you feel like you're going to die. It smells like vomit. Like, all oh. of the things. Okay, two things. One, I got to shag balls, like, when I was a club player at the field house. Our team got to, and it was so fun. That had to be fun. I also, one of my friends that played a club with me played at UW-Madison, and so did her younger sister. So they're actually where I get most of my content, because they're sharing about the team all the time. That was two things. But my other thing, I... Nearly stepped in a pile of vomit today. You said it smelled like vomit, and you know how I feel about I that. I know how you feel about I that. I ran in to get a coffee at the bakery. Usually I park in the front. It was so packed. I'm like, okay, I'll pull in the lot. And I opened my door, and like these ladies in the parking lot were looking at me funny. I'm like, could you just move so I could park? Well, clearly it was because I opened my door and pile of vomit. So then 
there was another spot, another like pile of puke in the parking lot. And so clearly, very clearly to me, someone walked from the restaurant, like puked in the <laughs> middle of the parking lot and then puked right by their door. I'm like, bro, it's time to go home. Like, and they were obviously going, but yeah, it was deeply disturbing to me. I'm like, mom, I can't get it out of my mind. You know, it was awful. <laughs> okay. I'm scarred for the rest of the day. That is bad. It was disgusting. <laughs> I told someone in the bakery, and they're like, are we responsible? Should we go wash it? I'm like, I don't know. Get a bucket full of water. Dump it. Do you remember Oktoberfest when the people puked, and I had to clean that thing up with buckets of water from Avant? I didn't, but now I do. Wasn't that (gasps) incredible? Oh, was that the year I was pregnant? Was it my last yeah. year? Yeah, and I was just like, fuck. I was six weeks pregnant or something. Yeah. I wanted to vomit every day. Yeah. So looking, oh my God, what a dream it is to not have to do that anymore. So my last note is that the Badger High School volleyball team played the Badger High School, girls volleyball oh, team played the boys soccer team that. in a charity match. Yeah. And like, first of all. Awesome. Uh, first, no, okay. So yes, that. <laughs> but first of all, of course the boys who don't play volleyball thought they could beat the girls that do play volleyball. Uh-huh. And no, you can't. It's not beach volleyball. If it was beach volleyball, you'd have a chance. 100%. (laughs) But on the court, no, you don't have a chance. You guys are idiots. Second of all, great for you guys. Yeah, like (laughs) skill gets taken out of the window a little bit in beach because of the sand. Um, Second of all, good for you guys for doing this and keeping up a tradition and raising money for charity. And third of all, like, this is awesome. I mean, we never did that. Yeah, like it's so cool. I thought it was so cool. When you put this on the outline, I'm, I quick was like, looked at, bad, I don't know, something came yeah. across. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't hear about that. I think so. one of the improvements since we were in school is like the teams all get along better and support each other better and like <sighs> go to like cheer for other teams oh my and stuff. God. And I'm all for that. There was so much drama that the swimming girls hated us volleyball players because all the people came to the volleyball games. I'm like, why do you hate us for that? No one wants to sit at a hot pool. Like, Gross. yeah. Anyway. Gross. Gross people. Also, anyway. you guys were hotter. So, like, I mean, just get hotter swimmers. It literally turned into like, well, we wear swimsuits and you guys are in spandex because it was like, yeah, the high school boys were watching like our butts in spandex. Okay. It is what it is. But I'm not also, sorry. like, I'm not going to wear a swimsuit to play volleyball. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they're not sexy swimsuits. Okay. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, whatever. What a life that that was our worry. <laughs> what a life. What a life indeed. Okay, we're going to take a breather, guys. We'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. We'll be right back. Right back. Are you ready? For some football. I'm, I'm, so, so, I'm so excited. So excited. Sorry, you can keep singing. I actually love the Monday Night Football songs. Well, they keep screwing with it because it bounces from network to network. Yeah. And it went from Country Dude to like Shania to like Carrie Underwood. Love Carrie Underwood singing my Monday Night Football song. Okay. So excited about this product rec, which is really more of a company. I'm interested in this. Yes. So, um, oh, these are great. Nonprofit gala season is generally uh, January through April. But here in Lake Geneva, we like to put them in December quite often. Uh, So, If you have holiday parties or nonprofit galas to attend, 
Um, I was shopping last night. I was talking to some friends about this gala that we all have coming up. And I don't like I have plenty of dresses, but I'm going to I'm going to buy Sarah this never fully dressed sleeveless wrap mini dress. <laughs> an abstract. Good idea. So I just want to recommend ASOS. They have some questionable dresses, but a lot Man, of really great. I would great, get divorced if I bought her that. Really great, very affordable dresses. Oh, actually, this one's her style. When I was pregnant, I, I got they have a really good maternity line of like not dowdy, but very fashionable and adorable and well-fitting maternity clothes that are also. Also, like, don't break the bank. So, hey, you were positively glowing. Glowing, when <laughs> just glowing. It's a great you know, sight, man. A great thing you can tell pregnant women is that they look sweaty. Is that they're glowing? <laughs> You're like, no, I'm sweating because being pregnant. Just shut so up. Not that. Just don't. Yeah, say just anything. don't talk. Just um, so smile and not. Said gala that I'm going to uh, is Cirque du Soleil themed. Cool. So I can't. Uh, oh, dude, I'm jazzed for it because it allows me to wear re- something ridiculous, and I cannot wait. Can't wait. Yeah, I was with a girl last night who has a pink sequin jumpsuit. Had she, I think she's probably like at least one size smaller than me. Otherwise, I was like, can I try it on? I will borrow it. So anyway, ASOS is the site, not rather product, that I'm recommending. And you should totally pop on there for a holiday dress. Like, honestly, they're so affordable. You can get like an adorable dress for 50 bucks or a gala gown for 100 bucks. So I'm jazzed. I'm shopping for mine. I don't have it picked out. Send me Cirque du Soleil recommendations. <laughs> All right, so my recommendation, yeah, what <laughs> is called an aso? Oh, that's real. I thought that was like some sneaky thing. Nope, aso. it's called an aso. Cool. So uh, this bottle of wine that I opened, uh, corks dry out over the time, oh. and the traditional waiter's friend um, wine opener is not the easiest thing on them. Oh. So <clears throat> an aso is, as I'm sending to you, a handle with two metal prongs. And one prong is longer than the other, and you put the prong on one side and then squiggle the other prong on, Yep. and it goes all the way uh, down the side of the corks (laughs) and seizes them, and then you twist it out and bring the cork out intact. It works really Ah. great for older bottles. Uh, It's fun to say, also, they're like seven bucks. Fun to say squiggle. Oh, really? And um, I need to buy like four more because I need one at my house. I need one in my office. I need one in the wine area and I need one down here. I did not get it. Did you text it to me? That's a great recommendation. I did. I don't know what's going on, guys. Um, Also, that'd be a good gift. Look at us. Holiday gift guide shopping already. $6.98 on Prime. Wow. I actually don't like this one. I don't think the prongs are quite the right size. Nick will put a different link up Um, for you. But I'm a big (laughs) fan of the Asso. It works great. I've started just like it takes a like you will screw up a cork like you will definitely screw up a cork so like do it on cheap bottles first that like who cares but like once you do it two or three times you get the and like I've just started being like if it's anything like that I've had sitting around for a while or any type of expensive bottle like not even expensive like over twenty bucks where if I like (laughs) break the cork yeah which happens yeah. I'd be mad. I just take out the aso, and it takes like 10 seconds really? longer, and you never break the cork. What? Yeah. Great product rec, guys. So I'm a, yeah, I'm going to recommend actually, I think this $11.75 one. Oh, 12 bucks. Break in the bank. R- ruminate on that, my friends. There's a $30 one that looks like really beautiful, and like the so maybe prong the, lengths are. Maybe the $30 one is a good gift. The $12 one's good for yourself. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's that. That's that. Ruminate. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. We 
deep dove into dresses for a while and and I made us take a stop because we would have done it all day. <laughs> um, Nick likes to shop for dresses. Sorry. That's true. He does. I, I vetoed one of them. You're welcome, Sarah. <laughs> I am going to be Simona's prom dress person. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> it's going to be great. I would just like to thank the Lakeview School Districts for telling Bridget that she could not bear her midriff. Like on With a cutout. Oh, it showed like <clears throat> literally an inch of my stomach. And Scandalous. now, I'm sorry. Scandalous. What these kids are wearing to dances now. And like, we will not have an inch of Simona's skin showing. You should have. I had a tube top. It was a sequin like tube top. So strapless and then no joke, an inch of my stomach and then like a puffy tool skirt. It was adorable. I got it in Spain. I was so proud of it. España. España. And Shannon and I like both, I'm like, felt like we were taking the principal's office. I'm like, this is bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> good times. Um, Here we're to tell you, we're, we're here to talk about Nick and I's crazy planning <laughs> and we're going to help you plan. <laughs> um, We need to give Shannon some credit for this too, because oh, okay, Shannon right. deserves like a big. That's on you and Shannon. I have not talked to her about it. <laughs> Oh, she's making pot stickers. Oh, that's a great idea. Aaron's making pot stickers. Oh, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, guys. Friendsgiving. Okay? okay. So first of all, you need. <laughs> so I was talking about this with the purchaser at Grand Geneva the other day because we are friendly and I helped her out with something and I like needed like 10 minutes. So we had some <laughs> conversations and it started with this thing I'm doing for my grandparents on Saturday night. How insane that is. And then like went into like oh, how insane. much more fun. Uh, my thing the next Saturday is going to be for Friendsgiving. <laughs> and so half of our group is like hospitality industry adjacent. Okay, that's a nice way to put it. And yeah. the other half is not. Uh-huh. So the hospitality <laughs> half adjacent is all is not. <laughs> like all insane planners of like, hey. What time is this? What are we eating? What's going on? Let's get this figured out. <laughs> it's in two weeks. <laughs> like, we're going to prep our dishes. We got stuff to do. Like, come on. Uh, Nick is doing exactly the right symbol. If like, you can let's see it. go. Let's go. The other half Bro. is like, I don't know. Food will show up. <laughs> food and people will be here sometime, maybe, for an anonymous amount of people. <laughs> and, like, to be clear, the really insane group is Shannon, Bridget, and myself. 100%. That's correct. And... Sorry, and, and to be fair, I'm not sorry. It's me and Nick who are the really insane. Shannon is insane just about the food, particularly. I am insane about the whole thing. So, <laughs> so Shannon, Bridget, and I have managed to spreadsheet everybody. I mean, to be fair, Nick and I are like, hey, what time is this happening? How many people? <laughs> Who's eating? What's going on? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yes, we did spreadsheet everybody. Sarah had a lot of concerns about this, too. Yeah, but she's just nicer and quieter. She is so nice, <laughs> and we are not scared. So, okay, so the first thing about Friendsgiving is make sure in your group you have someone that's good with Google Sheets. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, not, and not Excel. Google Sheets, everybody. So any idiot <laughs> in the world can get on this. Uh, we did a poll. So Google yeah, Forms, another positive thing. Okay, but yes, first... You have to invite the right people, okay? And that sounds mean. I get it. But everyone has different friend groups, okay? They got to jive together for a dinner. The this kids, is a Seinfeld like, episode. Your world's colliding. Like, you have oh, to manage your friends groups. You do. Because, so everyone has kids and we're cool with that. What, the best thing to do on Friendsgiving, you get a babysitter or two and you have a basement. And the friend, the kids get to have a kid's Thanksgiving in the basement. 
They don't come up from the basement. They get cute paper plates and crafts and wonderful things to do. The babysitters down there, sure, we'll bring them a delicious meal. The kids eat mac and cheese and maybe some nuggets. I don't care what they eat because they We're don't gonna care We're going to have nuggets from Fallon Evans, all natural. It's there you go. Great. See? The kids stay in the basement because the second they come up, it's all over. It's all over. Okay? And they're so having fun. you can't invite anybody that's so concerned about their kids. No. I mean- that makes it sound terrible. But they're having more fun than you remember. They're having a great time with their friends in the basement for getting you are upstairs. <laughs> Don't invite someone that is going to show up and just like, I don't know, get so drunk and start sexually assaulting someone. <laughs> Don't invite. Did you say that? (laughs) Don't invite someone that you think might need to get high because they've never smoked before (laughs) in their lives and think that's how they they don't know how to handle it. Like, don't invite someone that. Don't honestly, don't bring someone new into a group that's been together for ten years unless you've talked to everyone about it. Don't invite a vegetarian. (laughs) You can be a vegetarian. Well, only if they're cool. (laughs) But it's. I once had a friendsgiving with a friend who wasn't comfortable. They had never left their kid before. And they went down in that basement 15 times. And every time, well, well, my kid was crying. I couldn't come back up. I'm like, he's crying because you keep going down there. And he he must not have been a daycare kid. I don't really know, but I feel strongly about that. (laughs) So you got to think about who to invite. You can have a separate Friendsgiving with a separate group of friends. The end. That was our number one rant. Figure out who to invite. Menu planning. Number two. Uh, Shannon and I collaborated on this one. So I think that doing a theme for Friendsgiving is fun because, you know. This wasn't, I struggled with this one, I'll be honest. Sarah did too. I did as well. So we could do a a traditional thing or not. So I put a Google form out there. Mm -hmm. Everybody voted. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was, as part of, don't ever sit down, just keep working. Just keep working. I needed a little bit of fun in my life. Uh, Shannon coincidentally seemed to need a little bit of fun in her life at this time as well. So we had some text with some fun ideas and we came up with 10 concepts. That was a lot of that. That was unexpected. I will say here are the 10 (laughs) traditional Turkey treatsa. I wonton Chinese barbecue bonanza, a mighty meal of mez pasta palooza ducktastic dinner, Korean catastrophe and catastrophe spelled with a K street food soiree. Taco Two's giving <laughs> butterboard bullshit. Oh, I didn't hear. Can I explain what I think? Why the winner won? Do we want to reveal the winner? It's yet? street food soiree. This is a Shannon genius idea. Genius. It won because it was number one. It was supposed to shuffle. Oh well, it was number one on mine. Oh, so it shuffled. Oh, okay. Well, that is good yep. actually. I'm glad because honestly, I didn't even Again, make Google it to- Forms knowledge. <laughs> I didn't know how you set it up, man. I'm glad because how dare you doubt my? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just voted for street food because duh. And also I won't be there probably. So I just voted to make sure I could vote. I know something else came up super sadly and I would never normally Trump Friendsgiving, but it's an in-law family thing. So the great thing I tried to make ducktastic because I knew Tyler would give up his family for duck. I know we're, we're in a big struggle. Tyler's priorities. Duck. (laughs) Duck. Family. Venison. Somewhere else. Friendsgiving. Yeah, I know. But but honestly, you just said all these ideas that I'm like, I didn't even read the butterboard. I would have voted that one just for fun. <laughs> um, So the great thing about the street food soiree is like a lot of people. So like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, you have to deal with your family. You have to like have the traditional dishes for better and for worse. You eat your one plate. 
get some you know second helpings, and that's it. Mm. Friendsgiving, Can't wait. you could try <laughs> lots of different things. You can have all sorts of fun. Everybody's chipping in. You know, at regular Thanksgiving, I do this, you do that, you do that, and we're done. Oh, the end. <laughs> okay. So for Street Food Soiree, we have a sign-up now for what you're making. Oh. Um, I am making donor kebab with pita, tomato, lettuce, etc. I'm bringing wine. I'm in charge of wine. Always. Um, That's all I get put in charge of at family holidays. <laughs> I might make shawarma because it's like a close Can we same just thing come as donor kebab. Up leftovers on Sunday. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. No, uh, Brian and Aaron, our lovely hosts, have signed up for pot stickers. Delicious, man. Uh, I had pot stickers yesterday. <laughs> it's going to be exceptional. I know. It's so fun. Someone better make tacos. Well, because Sarah's concerned about what she's going to eat. I'm like, your wife? Yeah. I'm like, is someone will make tacos. Is she a picky eater? Well, she doesn't want like, she doesn't want lamb. When oh. she's like, you're making lamb. I'm like, yeah, I'm making lamb. I mean, I feel that. This is my excuse to make lamb. I'm struggling with it a little because I'm a very traditionalist Thanksgiving. Like, I get very angry if I don't have a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. You're going to have one later. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I have no idea. Actually, also, my mom has started planning the holiday already. Good job, mom. I'm very excited for the uh, kebab because it'll be on like the uh, spit thing. Mm. And you have to carve your own. You're going to do it in front of people? No, I'm going to make Ron do it. <laughs> Ronnie. Okay, I mean, because oh, who funny. would you rather have standing with a sharp object, half drunk, carving you meat than, than Ron? Then my cheese maker. <laughs> it's Ron. <laughs> Nick, I'm fully distracted by a very cheap, horrifying website that has a lot of very good Cirque du Soleil dresses. Just going to spit that out there. Okay. <laughs> um, so menu planning, not my strong suit. Like I said, I always get assigned to wine. But you know what your strong suit is? Decor. Decor. So <clears throat> Also cheap Cirque du Soleil dresses. Also cheap Cirque du Soleil. I'm like, I need to order 10 of these and see if any of them fit. Um, decor, guys. You know, it used to be you had to go in a fitting room, <laughs> yes, try on I the would... dresses, and then the embarrassing thing of like, <sighs> No, I prefer that. Let me go to a I goddamn store. You, I'm an eight in but all of these things, can I have a 12 but I'm a in four this? in this, and I need Ugh. a 16 in this. Also, women's sizing. Like, I don't Bullshit. understand. I it's like based on nothing. I am so, I like to shop in stores. Have I told you my horrible, so I told you my dropship idea? Yes. I've also considered making women's dresses that they're all size zero. <laughs> I'd be like, that's challenging. Oh, like, oh, you're a size zero. Well, I mean, in Nick clothes, you're a size zero. What would you call it? Zero. No, I'd call it Nick clothes. Okay. Like something, ca- like I would call it like something like. I would call it Nick clothes. You know, like who's the, um, okay, so this is like wrong, but you know, the guy that has the socks that has like um, uh, kind of a, he has the coffee shop. He's like developmentally challenged and Wait, he has like. Locally? No, no. He's over in like Arizona somewhere, but oh. he has like a big sock company. He's like in Doug's world, like his name's not oh, Doug. Oh, yes. Like, I know what you're you talking know, like about. Like Doug's world, yeah. everybody's an extra large because everybody's extra mm. awesome. Like, so I can't do that. Oh, but yes. like, just like some sort of something like, hey. But Doug can. <laughs> you know, like you're beautiful. Like you're a size zero. In my mind, you're a size zero. I like this. Like everybody's a size zero. Okay. Could you design a Cirque du Soleil dress? I will wear it and then tell all my celebrity friends that this not is a Nick's a clothes. strength of mine? <laughs> not a strength. Well, you got, you got one month, man. <laughs> Two days less than one month. Okay, decor. So this is something many people get angry at me about, but I think it's vital to a proper party is to have some sort of tablescape. And listen up, people. It doesn't have to be a giant tablescape. Just like one Friendsgiving I was super proud of was at our house, which was like 
not prepared to have company. We put up a whole bunch of eight-foot tables in a T-shape because to me, the joy of Thanksgiving is being at one table, is sitting down together and being at <laughs> um, sitting down together and being at one like long table. So I yes. did a T-shaped table, which I thought was also awesome. I set the glasses at the table. I put out paper napkins, probably because I didn't want to clean them up. But I had a lot of candles. I had like fake leaves. Um, I had some logs that held votive candles. Like you do not. Ha- I'm the. I don't like to say cheapest, thriftiest person I know. You're very thrifty. You don't have to spend a lot of it's money. Positive. Thank you. So I just think like setting that all sets the tone, like put the lighting down a little bit. And this was a year, like we had kids. So don't get at me about that. I had children. They were just in the basement being babysat by someone. I paid a lot of money to babysit our kids. So like, it was a super fun way to do a Friendsgiving and be able to include like, again, the kids had their own party downstairs with like turkey paper plates and fun food. I had snacks for everyone down there. So just like take 10 extra minutes and go outside and get some leaves from your yard and scatter them on a paper tablecloth, like, or some butcher paper. Butcher paper is the easiest, best thing for Thanksgiving. And you let everyone like write what they're thankful for on it. And then when you're drunk, you can read it. I'm sure we did that that year. I think we did. I feel like we did do that that year. Well, that was a lot of fun. It was so fun. Yes. I'm I'm thankful that your house rental is going to be done. Oh, sometime. Sometime. Uh, Because I look forward to you having more things like that. I know. I'm so, so sad to not host. So really trying to be able to host a Christmas cocktail party, but we'll see. So anyway, do a little decor. It goes a long way and it's super fun to get thrifty. And if you don't want to do it, I will do it. Let me do it. (laughs) Thanks. Nick, this last one's on you again. What to drink. Very important. Okay. So um, you know how much I love a good tight theme. You know how much I am Nick. I am Nick. We all love a theme. Friendsgiving is not the time to be a jerk about anything. Friendsgiving is the time to bring the best things you have. Your family's not worth it. I'm a big proponent of your family sucks. Um, (laughs) You're stuck with your family. Trying not to spit my water out. You love them. They're great. They got your back. But your friends are the family you choose. True. Your friends are the people that really, truly know your bullshit and have chosen to support you despite your bullshit. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They deserve your best alcohol. So, (laughs) Yeah, they do. Whatever your best alcohol is, bring that. Bring that. Don't care if it matches your thing. Um, There's like dinner clubs and stuff like that if you want to do tight pairings. No, no. There's like all these other things. Like if you want, (laughs) not going to match your lamb kebab. Oh, I got. (laughs) No, I'm sure you Uh, do. But like, just bring whatever your best alcohol is, and come and be proud of it. And if it's a super sweet, terrible moscato, come to Friendsgiving and be like, "Hey, friends, you know what? I love this, and And I hope you try it. And it's great. And if you don't like it, I'm going to drink it. And you know what? Your friends are going to say. They're going to say." You're ridiculous. No, they'll say I'm going to try it. They're going to make fun of you because they're your friends and they love you. (laughs) And, but then you know what they're going to do? They're going to try and say like something nice about it. So like, I'm going to come and be like, Hey guys, I've been sitting on this bottle of champagne for five years and I'm finally drinking it. And I hope you like it. And they're like, you're a privileged jerk. And everybody's going to be like, (laughs) yeah, it's good. So like, Bring your best alcohol. Maybe you're a bourbon person and maybe you're bringing Knob Creek and you're like, I really like it. I was like, okay, you basic bitch. <laughs> but like, but... they'll appreciate that you cared. So my okay. alcohol advice is, first of all, there needs to be alcohol. Uh, yeah. Unless you're sober and recovering. And then congratulations. That's awesome. Then you know Do what? Mocktails. As a host, yeah, make a cool like mocktail for them. But um, also, I'm a fan of alcohol. I don't know. 
Sorry, not sorry. Bring your best alcohol. It's a way to show how much you care about these people that you feel uh, comfortable laying your guard down a little bit. Don't get so drunk. Don't get sloppy. Don't yeah. puke anywhere. But like, oh, have don't. a good time. Please don't puke anywhere. Drop those curtains a little bit. Drop your like. Let yourself relax for a yes. minute. Like, okay. um, I have two drink tips. Different, very different than yours. Okay. Because I really like your tip of like, hey, bring a great bottle and let your friends make fun of you and then prove them wrong. <laughs> okay. Prove them wrong. Like, let them show. Like, this is kind of a man thing, too, of like, let them you know. will mercilessly mock your best friend. Yes. Hear that. But the instant someone else comes after them. You'll get after them. Yep. Yep. I hear that. Um, okay. What I, two quick tips. Um, a thought would be, if you're hosting, have like a, a batch cocktail ready to go. So like when people arrive, you can quickly be like, hey, would you like um, this holiday punch that I have? Or like, would you like a quick, almost like a welcome glass before? Because it's like weird to walk in and be like, I'm going right for the bottle. Unless someone is there ready to pour your I do bottle. like the punch idea. That's you know, a great idea. Because I went to a girls night thing last night. And it was like my first night with this kind of newer group of people. And I was like, oh, I... Like, when is it not awkward to pour myself a glass of wine? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that was the first one there, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until the host does it. So when you're a guest. So, like, have a punch or whatever. Some kind of themed. Even if it's, like, a white sangria or That's something. That's a great, uh, great way to use um, old red wine. Oh, yes. Sangria. I mean, 100%. Um, I've done it for, like, when I do my Christmas holiday parties all the time. And then the other thing would be if you really want to carry it through – in my old age, I have started to love decaf coffee with my dessert. Okay, I know you're f- not a coffee person, but hear me out. Then, hey. like, have a little dessert bar of drinks. Have some grenadine. So we have a safe Bailey's. phrase. <laughs> a safe phrase? Didn't we decide this? Of like, when you say I'm actually not feeling coffee right now, that means so- <laughs> oh, you're like no. kidnapped. Oh wow, I shouldn't say that. So like, I'm always feeling coffee. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm not feeling coffee right now. I'm drinking decaf coffee. I'm like, hey. Um, Bridget, Bro, are you dead? Uh, are you being inter- Is there an oh, alien inside sorry. your head? What's I, happening? I should have been more clear. I like decaf coffee sometimes when it's like with a dessert at the end of a dinner. I'll eat, I'll drink regular coffee, but you know, just saying, um, it's nice. So then, like, have some Baileys and have some maybe port or something if you really port want to carry still, through the whole thing. bring some port. I'm, so then you have oh, a little alcohol. I actually with have your like dessert. a ridiculous limited edition bottle that I can't sell. I should bring perfect. <laughs> So there you go, guys. That's we just wanted to quickly go through how to plan a Friendsgiving. Can and I tell we will you another recommendation? Yeah. Um I would love to. Sparkling water. Oh, that is a great recommendation. See, and that's great for if someone's Have not a little drinking. Pellegrino on the table. They can put that in their wine glass with yep. like a lime or lemon. And coming from someone who had a hard time like being pregnant and going to social not a hard time. I was just like yeah, annoyed. Ha- I know you had a really you know? hard time like with people judging you for drinking your glass of wine while yeah. you're pregnant. <laughs> Even though the doctors say there's nothing wrong with I that. I didn't do that, people. But yeah. And that's why Lucy is such a smarmy. And that's why Lucy's <laughs> thriving. I just wanted to not feel like all you can drink is a glass of tepid water. It's like, give me something fun in a wine glass. Pellegrino's That's delicious. That's a great tip, Nick. Great job. And it looks pretty on a table. Yes. You can See? get the big bottles. You can get individual bottles. There's all sorts of ways you can do it. Green glass goes great. You can great. get the essentias, which are like so much sugar and so disgusting to make oh. me want to die. Don't get those. No, did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. There you go. That's your friends giving uh, tips and tricks from Nick and Bridget. <laughs> Can I talk about this ridiculous food thing I made? Uh, it sounds like it would be delicious. So 
I'm curious where you're at on this one. Like, I almost sent you like a play-by-play of this whole situation to get the, yeah, like, I haven't heard about Bridget this. commentary. Okay. So Monday, uh, Simona had a doctor's visit and, you know, like got a flu shot. Oh, yeah. Peed all over the place because she was so scared. Pooped right. on the way home because she Terrible. was, you know, so scarred. God bless Sarah. My God. Also, like, I have to assume, like, pediatric doctors with three-year-olds are like, yeah, we're going to give you a shot and you're going to pee yourself. Right? I don't know. Like, I think that can't be that uncommon. I honestly don't know because we're pretty far behind on Lucy's vaccination. <laughs> so I blame COVID because we switched doctors, you know. Simona loves soup. It's her favorite thing. She asks mm. for soupy whenever she's a little like, Meh. can I have soupy? Soupy. And like when she's very happy, she, like it's her like high and low meal. Like, oh, love it. When you're really feeling life, you want soupy. And when you really need to pick me up, you want soup. You know, I love like, it. Tacos are my like, when I'm really feeling great, I want tacos. And when I need to pick me up, I need tacos. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> not enough time to make like real soup. So instead, I had some leftover chicken breast that I diced up. I have a uh, chicken broth concentrate, which is the way to do it. You're Sounds delicious. <laughs> losing your butt if you don't just keep it. Like spend the $10 on the concentrate <laughs> bottle and then just mix it. I never thought of that. Yeah, it's. Like the way to do it because broth is expensive and takes up a bunch of space and everything. All right. Um, And then I had some frozen peas and carrots. (laughs) I mean, I'm here for frozen veggies right now. I am too. But like, just like, okay, we have peas and carrots and corn. Okay. We'll add add some of this in there. And then um, we have macaroni. So we're going (laughs) to add some macaroni noodles. And then uh, like a little salt, pepper. Touch of soy sauce and uh, some herbs. It sounds delicious. It was, I mean, it was good, but it's like very, it's very good, very hit the mood. Simona got to dump stuff into the soup and stir it a little See? bit, you know. Oh, that sounds uh, so yummy. But it was just like, this is like the most ghetto chicken this noodle is, this soup. This is Bridget style where I'm like, mm, give me the recipe. <laughs> that is ghetto. Go look, go look in your fridge and your pantry. What can I do? Blah. Wait, and you just like, it was good in like 30 minutes? Had enough flavor? Yeah. In my opinion, I think one of the biggest myths is that soup takes like eight hours to make. Because it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay, great. Uh, I, I mean, just wanted to make sure. That was like, it doesn't, question mark. Broth, like really good, really unctuous broth. Oh, if broth. I'm not buying broth. Yeah. Oh, heard. And like store-bought broth is... Full of sodium. Fine. And delicious. <laughs> but like, it's garbage, right? Yes. Like, okay, so, but if I'm just using that... The concentrate's really good, and like, if you make your own broth, like... Oh, yeah. But that's the I'm making the broth that. is like what takes forever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I feel better. Because like you don't want the veggies to go in there too long to be soft. Mushy and disgusting. Yeah, and like the noodles. Like I cook the nudes separate. Nudes. Be- because like. Oh, because they get gross. Yeah. And then you just mix them in. Yeah. It sounds delicious. I haven't had lunch, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I'm like, this all sounds so good. So my lamb donner kebab sounds really good to Everything you. sounds so good right now. I'm like, oh, I need to go eat. Okay. Um, multiple things. I have to talk about too many things. Sorry. But I have to give a shout out to our serve over meals. Okay. We did a, we have a new program that are these like meals for lazy people, which are me. And so it's you legit, it's a frozen tub of deliciousness. And all you do is heat it and serve it over your favorite carb. Boom. Boom. I'm going to do it every day of my Man, life. It's like a third Whoa. We should do synchronized swimming or <laughs> something. Do, yeah. Maybe it's still raining out. We can do it in a puddle. <laughs> be beautiful. Um, okay, these meals, we have four of them. I don't think you can get incredible dresses. Dude, I have five tabs open of dresses. <laughs> so my favorite one is the 
chicken tikka. I kept calling it tiki because, you know, I grew up in a Jimmy Buffett household. Um, the chicken tikka masala is it's got so curry good. curry to the left, <laughs> curry to the right. We're doing great today. That's well, well done. Um, so I, just very quickly, I'm done talking about those, but that was maybe actually the best thing I ate this week over some rice. So good. But I'm here to brag about something else. I've talked about this girls night that I did last night. So this was a new group that like really it's, um, some of Shannon's friends and one of them, she and I get along very well. So she was hosting and she just decided to include me and she said, Hey, you want to come? And I, you know, I'm always looking for social activities and I'm like, yeah, great. That sounds lovely. Thank you for including me. But you know, it was my first time with a new group. Like I, I have met these people all. I've never been at their. You never know the group dynamic, right? And I haven't been at their girls' night. Like, are we dressing up and looking cute? Because it was at someone's house. If we were out, I would have dressed up and looked cute. Do we wear joggers to this? What do we do? Joggers. So also, it was like, yeah, bring a snack if you want. But like in my head, I'll definitely bring a bottle of wine. You know, because it was like snacks and wine. So I brought wine, of course, um, prosecco from the truckload sale. I know, but you know, I didn't know, and That's I have a, a safe lot of decision. It. Yep, I don't know that. And I remember one of the other girls in this group often drinking white wine, so I thought, well, I'll just bring some bubbly. So, um, I felt like I needed to make something, but I had nothing at my house, and I had like an hour, so I made chocolate sea salt popcorn, <laughs> and it was so good. Spoiler I'm alert: dead. it didn't so, it so didn't good. dry in time, so I couldn't bring it. But now I have it at home. <laughs> so I got there, I was like, "Sorry, guys, I tried, but it's still at my house." So. I think you should, like, bring Trouchard Tempranillo everywhere and uh, just, like, do the, like, hey, like, low-key, I'm kind of a BFD. I don't think people would appreciate it. Like, someone Well, else... I think people would, like, get that you're a BFD and then be like, okay, cool, I'm not going to drink it. And then guess what? I can bring it back home. This is always a qualm of mine. I'm like, oh, but you guys didn't drink it. Once I brought a bottle of wine somewhere and I knew they preferred a much different type of wine. And so I was like, can I take this back home? You're not going to drink it. I know. It's a bad faux pas. Anyway, don't do that. It's rude. (laughs) Hosting tips from Bridget. (laughs) And on that note, it's time for Kid Corner. Okay, I moved yours second because yours is actually funny and mine is braggy and not funny. But I'm going to brag anyway. (laughs) So... Often we talk about Lucy, so I felt like I needed to make sure to get some Elliot love in. And we've been struggling. We've had some good Lucy discussion already. I know. So we've been struggling with Elliot, big emotions, like he's too cool for me half the time, whatever. We're like really trying to teach gratitude because you go off of like spoiled Halloween. Have you talked about hashtag gratitude I, or just you know, gratitude? I haven't given him a gratitude journal yet. <laughs> we don't have a sign that says grateful, thankful, blessed in our house. Maybe that would help. Um, but we're really trying, like every parent, you know, to teach, like, don't be a spoiled brat. And I don't gracious. think every parent's trying to teach that. Oh, well, it's like my number one goal and it's not going well. <laughs> See, but at least you're trying. Yeah. So we were having popsicles after school yesterday because it was like 75 degrees out. So, hot. so we were like having a picnic in the yard and like playing outside. And we do highs and lows at dinner of like best part of your day, worst highs part of your day. Lows. It's like my favorite thing. So we were just chatting about that over popsicles. What was the best part about your day today? Chocolate covered popcorn? They didn't get to try it yet. So I made it last night. So um, they, Elliot goes, well, the worst part of my day was that I played a game with Caleb and I didn't win. And I was like, oh, you know, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, because losing is like, the worst. Yes, but then he goes, but you know what? The best part was that I was really happy for Caleb because he got all the points. And I was like, Elliot. I literally like grabbed him and I was like, Elliot, this is what I've been trying to explain to you forever. And he was like, okay, mommy, I was happy for him. Like he did not get the the... 
weight of how important that was. And I was like, can you just always understand that you're happy for your friend and you can also be sad that you didn't win? It was like the best moment. And I just wanted to make sure he remembered it forever. I'm sure he didn't. That's all. <laughs> so on Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday. Was it yeah, Tuesday? It was Tuesday. <clears throat> uh, had a day, some stuff happened. Big day. As a Big day, but I promised there was uh, 50 Shades of Gruyere book club <laughs> yes, at the library. There was. And books and cheese are Simona's two favorite things. Yes. So I had promised Simona. So I asked her in the morning, I'm like, hey, what are your favorite things? And she literally said books and cheese. That's awesome. Like literally <laughs> zero problems. Like I like books and I like cheese. I'm like. Delicious. So like. You know who the mom is because you can see it happen, but like the dad is always a little oh, more questionable sure. unless you get testing, you know, and <gasps> oh. we haven't had testing. So oh, so it's unclear. It's unclear. Yeah, but when she sure. said books and cheese are her favorite thing, I'm like, oh, I knew it. You are my daughter. You are my daughter. <laughs> so all these things happen. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get to six o'clock and we're going to go and we're going to get our books and, and we're going to get our cheese, and it's going to be special. And let me tell you, it was special. We walked into the library, <laughs> and someone was very excited to get her books. First of all, I needed to get her basket. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, we're going to go. And she's like, no, I need my basket first. I'm like, okay, good point, good point, good point. Fair, fair. So, like, stomped her ass over to where the baskets are, took three, hefted them all out, and then decided this is the one I want. Daddy put the other ones back. Sure. Headed over, and she's like, where's the cheese? I'm like, okay, we're going to go in here. So we had to go into the meeting room, and there was uh, Ellen, the outstanding librarian. Oh, great. And then Jill, our friend, and then some random person. And Jill's like, oh, this is cool. They get some owner here. And the other person, because this is clearly just their adult book club. Oh. Like, let me be clear. This is their, like, regular book club that they got, like, the cheese thing put over. Oh, it is? Yes. And so random old person's like. Not happy there's a kid Not having the kid. And so I was like. Hi, grabs the cheese, starts eating it, and asks me for a cracker. Oh. <laughs> like, here's a cracker. I'm like, hey, everybody, we just came. And Ellen is dying because we had seen Ellen earlier. Yes. And she's like, you're not showing up. I'm like, oh, no, we're showing we're up. Be there. Oh. And so Ellen is like dying. Dang, I wanted to go and talk about my podcast. Because and... it says we could talk about podcast books, whatever. I'm like, oh. We leave because I'm like, oh. This person is not at all happy oh, about this. Dang. We pick out all the books, like play on the blocks, have some story time. It was great. Simona, do you need to go potty? No. no. And she's like, no way. She starts saying, no way. That's so, hard for you because you have to take her in the men's room. Which is fine. It's not yeah. a big deal. Okay. There's a family one at the library too. Oh. By the meeting room. So we just had to go back and be like, hey guys. Again. Oh yeah, that one. That's um, so anyway, like, okay, great. So we like do it. She's like, I want to go for a walk. Because it's a beautiful night, everything. So yeah. we go for a walk, and she says she wants to see where mommy and daddy got married because uh-huh. we got our reception was at the Rift. So I was like, okay, we'll go over there. She wanted to look at the boats. And we get there, and there's now this live stream webcam. So I'm like, hey, Sarah. Because mm-hmm. uh, Sarah's like, hey, you get everything. because we and, Yeah, you coming uh, home? Yep. Yeah. So I was like, oh, check us out on the webcam. So Sarah tunes in and starts screenshotting. And so I'm like, <laughs> Simona, look, let's get a picture with the fountain. Beautiful night. Simona, let's go wave at the camera. And so Sarah has this thing where, like, her and I are like, oh, let's go look at the camera. And then Simona squats as I'm like, hey, let's turn around. 
And Sarah's like, oh, yeah, she's peeing. Oh, come on. So, like, the fountain, all the things. She just squatted and started peeing? She, like, goes like this and, like, pees her pants. But didn't tell you? Nope. So, like, in the space of time, it takes me to be like, <laughs> hey, why, like, pick her up. i like, oh. Oh, no. And now you have to carry her because she doesn't want to walk. Now I have to carry Ew. her. And oh, that's the worst. Pee all over me. Oh. Pee all over her. The car seat. Oh, so I took the pants off and everything, like stripped her in the car. And, oh, like we had a towel call. and stuff. So like oh, that's that. Fair. Yeah. Okay, good. So good Sarah did send me like, make sure you take everything. I'm like, I'm not totally stupid. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, I am mostly stupid, but, but that one, like, don't worry. I understand. Like, it's much harder to clean a car so seat. So much rash. So yeah. much. I didn't even care about the car seat. I'm like, I'll scrub that. I'm like, I don't want her to get rashes. And here I am. I didn't even think about a rash. What the fuck is 10 minutes in wet pants going to do? She actually, a rash? So she has my sensitive skin Oh, as well. I was like, what is that going like, to do? I have like very sensitive skin. I mean, remember they lived in diapers that stayed wet more than 10 minutes. But like it absorbs it. <laughs> a it's diaper? just like chafing. Well, that's so funny. I never even considered it. I'm like, God, car seats are hard to clean. So. <laughs> wow, that's so Sarah fun. sent us a photo sequence of like. That's hilarious. Yeah. And like, it's just like me then like. Oh, oh, we gotta go. Gotta go. Soaking wet. Oh, I hate that. Lucy, so it's just like like this beautiful summation of the day. <laughs> yeah, and she ends peeing her pants. Oh, yeah. Without, we've had a few moments of like Lucy. One time was just like, oh, I just peed on the couch. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> like you have not peed your pants in a month. What are you doing? I just I had to go really bad. I'm like, then two minutes ago, walk to the bathroom. Ugh, children. Way to go. Anyway, guys, this was a off the rails. So thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hope you can Next find a week, dress. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, not just Friendsgiving, but traditionally-ish Thanksgiving. You're going to hear about this meal I cook for my family. Oh my God, I can't wait. Ah. Which is not going to be Thanksgiving food. Or ah. is it? No, it's not. Okay. What's the main dish? Prime rib. Oh yeah, right, right. <laughs> okay, that's for next week, guys. Tune in. Have a great week, y'all. Thanks, y'all. everybody. Happy November. Cheers. Bye.